Good evening. This is Stick to Sports episode 36. In the first time against the odds, it's got to be against the odds. We tied on a draft. It's true, we did. Uh, 50% to 50% on the Nintendo 64 video game draft. Something that seemed, like that 750 votes came in. Yeah, I, that's very nearly a statistically significant amount of people. Yeah. It's got to be, right? Yep. I, I think it's almost certainly our like most popular or most voted in draft. I so, don't know if that's – is that true? I'm not sure if that's true. It, all right. Well, I mean there's, there's some a of those, way to find Some of those out, have but. been voted – some of those – the vote totals on those are unbelievable. Yes, absolutely. But um, the moral of the story, of course – This is one of the bigger ones regardless. But yeah. You know what this means though, buddy? What? See you in court. No, I can't. The problem is that I'm very afraid that you're going to like just keep appealing this up and up and up. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it'll one day get to the Supreme Court. Right. And, um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, given your political stances, you're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of the Trump appointees on your side. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that and it still sounded really distasteful coming out of your mouth. Don't care for it. Mm-hmm. It's no laughing matter. Actually, it is. Yes, correct. It's all. It's all anybody can do. Yeah, because we live. Because we live in hell. Well, we can. You can also uh, be one of those people who tweets at Donald Trump. Actually, uh, you're already losing in court. Uh, those are my favorite people. I like the people who tweet at Donald Trump at all. You're one of them. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so, but, like, I just do it to call him a fat shithead. <laughs> he is fat. He's fat as he's fat as hell, dude. And he's also a big old shithead. Which is, would like... You pay to, would you pay to see him naked? Mm, just to know? I would like to see him with his shirt off. Oh, with his shirt off? For sure. I don't want to see that guy's it, dick. No, if I, if, if I had to see his... If I had to see his balls to see him with his shirt off, I would... <laughs> I'd do it. I'd bite the You know bullet. what? That's a fair trade. I wouldn't pay to see him naked, but if they said, you got to look at this guy's g- disgusting ass. I would, here's what I, I would, and I would definitely like, if someone said, I would do it to take a picture just so anybody who wanted to see Trump nude would be able to do it. There's no picture taking involved. You sign, um, you sign a, a thing where you can't take any film and, and you know what, just straight up, this is a non-disclosure agreement. You can't even talk about having uh, seen see, it. Okay, that makes it tougher. I mean, like, pictures I could do without. But I'd yes. really, I'd want to describe his nude body to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, why wouldn't you? I mean, there if was... it just had to be my own, if, if I had to live with that alone, yeah, I'm not sure if I could do it. Yeah. I get it. Um, well, there was that statue that some artist made. Remember this? Yes. They put it up in New York, and he had a very tiny penis, and everybody I, was like, "Isn't that so funny?" And I, but my thing was like, this probably isn't far off from the truth. Like, I, you know what? It's all I, conjecture. Like, based but, on really nothing, I thought that statue was like a little bit too fat. But like, in retrospect, you never know. That's, that, that's why I need to see him naked. 
Do do you think he wears anything to like rein in the fatness? Like, do you think? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Interesting. That's why that's why he hasn't been photographed outside of his like. That's why his suit jacket's always on for sure. Yeah. Well, when he he's, goes, there's he's also a, he's a, he's a sausage. Like he's wrapped up in sure God like spanks and ace bandages and. You know, interesting. See, I I was gonna specifically say I didn't believe this. Like he was a Spanx guy because that sounds like for girls to him. You know they, what I mean? They'll just tell him that it's something else. These are uh man Spanx. I, I for men I, specifically. You know what? We had a, we did have a little bit of a disagreement, a little bit of a Trump related disagreement this week. What's that? So you think he is cognitively incapable? Of realizing that when he sends tweets about Nordstrom and bullshit like that, that like you you think it doesn't even register that people focus on that at the at the uh, as opposed to like actual more substantive like. No, I re- I really don't think that. I think he's <laughs> that. I think he's that fucking stupid. I I I don't agree with you there. I I think he. I think he's he's definitely capable of that level of thinking. Like it, it, it but like it, I'm not giving him credit either because that's like I feel like, like that is giving him a lot of credit. Like all like like he thinks he's putting one over. Like he clearly is capable of thinking he's putting one over on people, and that's like the most obvious form of it. Like it's like it's like the most simple form. It's it's a really really basic just misdirection technique, and I think he's smart enough to realize it. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I think he actually does it because obviously like his impulse control issues are. Like they went out a hundred times out of a hundred, right? But I think he, I think he knows that. I think he can draw, he can make that distinction where it's like, I'm going to tweet something very dumb to distract from something that's 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 more damaging. Well, okay, let's put it this way: I give him that much credit. I I think that's folly. Um, but to to I'll put it this way. Someone like went and looked at the timestamp of that tweet and then compared it to whatever his schedule was for the day. And that was apparently 20 minutes into a national security briefing. He's like, hold on, folks, I got to uh, tweet about Nordstrom real quick. And, you know, it's just because he was watching Fox News like in the background or whatever and not really paying attention to what all the military men said. I wonder if there's people who think that like like there's no way he was even in that briefing at all. Yeah. Like he. wasn't doing it like it wasn't that he, it wasn't that he like you know picked up his phone while ever james james mattis was talking like he just that just didn't happen yeah. like why why would anybody even like they're they're not going to be truthful about about where he is at given times of the day that's like that, so that, there's true. there's there's like that's giving that's to me that's way more credulous overly credulous than that, saying like i think that's very fair yeah um i also like the thing of was was like he was you know taking a dump or whatever and just completely out the lunch not like not paying any attention for sure yeah um the 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 other thing for me was that that new york times story where it's like oh yeah he's like in his pajamas it's at 6 30 at night just like meandering around the white house because nobody likes him and nobody wants to talk to him and he's just trying I, I, to i'm just gonna i'm gonna I'm going to take that as the truth. No, that's 100% true. Because, um, like, his wife doesn't want to live with him, and why would she? Right. Um, and 
like Steve Bannon doesn't need to talk to him ever. Like they're just, you know, they, they put him at the resolute desk for an hour a day and just have him sign like, you know, uh, it's, it's illegal to, um, to tweet bad stuff about Eric Trump's, you know, uh, yeah. birth defects or whatever he has. <laughs> right. And, and like, he's just like, folks, sounds good. And he, and they, he holds up the little folder and then they just go put him back in like the room with Fox News on it, and that's it. I think you might be underselling him like a tick. I don't know. I mean, like he, I guess he, I guess he has to. That doesn't give him enough credit. Like, he's obviously not a smart dude, but that doesn't give enough credit for being like. You're underestimating what like a control freak he is. So so he's he's gonna have more. He's going to have more to say, even if it's completely, like, even if it's shit that gets ignored. You know what? Just out, out of the necessity of... Here's what it's uh, like. This is like Steve Bannon, like, letting him win at basketball when he's eight years old. Where it's like, oh, you beat me when, you could, when you know, <laughs> he doesn't actually do anything. He just yeah. kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I obviously I think Donald Trump is a Machiavellian genius who's you know, yes, and that's why you voted who, for who, him. Who, who acts with a purpose at at all? Yeah, right. That's that's why I had to sign in my yard, bro. <laughs> uh, oh man! Geez. All right, so yeah, that's been Trump Corner for this week. Yeah, it's a it's a good one for sure. Another classic um, episode. Was it nice being in Puerto Rico? It, you know what? It really was, because uh, the cell phone service there was spotty at best. So even if I wanted yeah. to... How uh, bombarded with, like, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's the 51st and a half, or the, it's like a half state. So I feel like you could, but it's also still Puerto Rico. Yeah, so if it you, was... It's easier to ignore stuff in Puerto Rico than it is in, you know, New Jersey or whatever. Well, yeah, that and, like, if I had had reliable cell phone service i probably would have been checking my phone at more right right um but i you know i just couldn't and that was fine um yeah just a lot of like it was 84 degrees sunny and breezy every single day um, glad you had a good time and the the other thing about it is apparently it is almost unbelievably cheap to to live there um, yeah, I'm, that's maybe I'll move there. Well, so uh, one of like me and all my friends stayed in a big house together, which was very fun. And uh, one of them was talking to the woman who like lived next door. And this is literally a house. You walk down a flight of stairs and you're on the beach 20 feet from the water. Right. Right. And one of my friends was talking to her and she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm moving to Japan. Um, and when I told my landlord that, uh, he, he said he would lower my rent, but I only pay $800 a month right now for everything. And wow. my friend was just like, hold on. Wait a second. To live in a beach house. Right. With all your utilities included. That's In amazing. a place where... The lowest temperatures in like the sixty, like the high sixties, and the highest temperatures in like maybe the low nineties, maybe. Right. And English is widely spoken. Everybody speaks it. Everybody like everybody. You have many of the rights. 
Yeah. yeah. It and yeah, it it ruled, man. Like why Christ the least reliable thing there was Wi-Fi. And if you so like invest in a in a whatever T1 cable and you're good to go. Yeah, that sounds great. I'd also be free from the shackles of why I'm moving to Puerto Rico. That's been decided. Yeah, I mean, like, the number of people who seriously seem to have thought about it this weekend, non-zero. Nah, it's myself no included. That I, that I just that I just wouldn't have come back. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was great. This this week this week is like all about disgusting people. It seems like me. This week's this week's episode. Oh, why now? Because well, we we talked briefly about Jeffrey Loria, like we, oh, we touched yes. on that. Yeah, he's and just uh, in, ter- in terms of people that I just have sheer tonnage of contempt for. I mean, he's way way up there. This is this is the Miami Marlins owner who's supposedly entered a handshake deal to sell the team for one point six billion dollars, which seems just way way off. But let's for the sake of for the sake of the discussion, say that that. You know that actually comes true. Mm-hmm. It, there's not a more in the world. Sports franchise owners are by and large disgusting Bad. people. Yes, it is the cantina in Moss Eisley, right? Like it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. just a, it's just a room of like I, I, I think of, I think of like NFL owners meetings, and it's just, it's a room full of monsters. Yeah, it's it's the Republican meeting in Springfield in uh in that episode of The Simpsons where Sideshow right. Bob runs for mayor, where it's just there's an actual vampire in there. Right. Into in in the in the realm of 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 sports team owners to stand out the way that Jeffrey Loria does is it's a true accomplishment. Yeah. A true accomplishment. Yeah. Because he mean, is he is the worst. He he bought that team for $150 million, built South Florida in in the city of Miami into building a baseball park that by the time all the bonds mature and all that is going to cost them more than a billion dollars. Yep. A largely taxpayer funded funded building. And that son of a bitch is is now going to cash out, He's out at at you know 12 times what 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 he paid for. That is vile. And that's in that more than anything and I look, I'm coming from a place where I've I've hated Jeffrey Loria for a long time. I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, Expos fans out there that <coughs> Right. Sure. But my God, like that that almost that ruined my day today. Yeah, he's Honestly. a scumbag. Um nothing nothing good should ever happen to that dude. And even if and even if this deal, you know, is for if it's for a dollar and sixty cents, it's it's too much for him. Yep. Let alone let alone one point six billion dollars. And it probably won't be for that because if you know, if the Marlins are worth one point six billion dollars, then the Cubs are worth a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> right. Eighty um, trillion dollars. Yeah. But still, man, that's like that's just indicative. It's it's dark times because Jeffrey Loria has won in the realest way possible. Yep. And he is just he's just a a walking bag of shit. Yes. Um, the the other thing I would say along along similar lines is we're in this kind of new um, NHL ownership crisis where apparently the Islanders are getting thrown out of their rink and uh, the Coyotes may or may not be moving now because they're 
arena deal fell through, and it's like the entire league is, just has no idea what what to make of any of it because now they're like, oh well, let's have a let's have a team in Hartford and let's have a team in either Seattle or Portland, and it's like you guys have no fucking clue what's going on. No, it's I mean, there's no like it's tough to see a way that the Islanders stick around. Right. If if the Barclays deal actually does fall through, I, I good luck trying to figure out a way that that team stays in New York whatsoever. Yeah, and so, you want so to talk about the dirtbags who like got out, got out ahead. Charles Wong, like yep. one of the worst owners in the league for years and years and years, and then he sells it to a guy and then like 2 years later the arena deal completely collapses. And it's a shame too because those guys, those guys, Ledecky and and his partner, um, their hearts in the right place. Yep. Like they they, they seem like be good they, owners. yeah, yeah. They they the desire is there, and and there's and there's principle. I think is is you can be in that line of work. So it's a bummer. It but, I mean, Barkley is is, is a noted train wreck for hockey. And there's nowhere else to play. So in, unless they build an arena in, in the in one of the city field parking lots, man, it's really, really hard to see how that team doesn't end up in Quebec City. It, you know what? Though it's going to be the, the league's going to ultimately get get what it wants because Seattle's going to get its shit together because now there's like a real it, it, and they'll have they'll have you know the Coyotes will move to Seattle and the Islanders will move to Quebec City and then everybody's happy yeah. except for Islanders fans and and all 15 Coyotes fans. Right. But yeah, that that's. I just, you know, we're we're constantly told with the NHL, everything's fine. What are you worried about? Yeah, and right. Then, like it, it can be destabilized by something where a, where you know the rink is like, oh, we just don't uh, want you here anymore. We don't want you. We're not we're not making any money off you at all. So it's over. Yep. But no, everything's everything's great. And the NHL's a really the solid league. The league, league. The yeah. league's super healthy and not just falling backwards into money because it's impossible not to as a professional sports league. Yep. But and you can tell because the cap is going to be be flat for the second straight year. It's pretty impressive, man. Pretty impressive to in the in the times we live in. Also, by the way, like how not that this is not been true for many 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 years but just by comparison nhl versus nba right now my god oh it's impossible to imagine it looking any worse because the nba is the best league the best of the four major leagues by a wide margin by a by a significant margin in in two is probably nfl just because the amount of money that it makes everybody involved with it but you the nfl is also a moral hazard Right. The NBA, and the NBA is everything. They've got great product. Everyone's making money. They've got players that give a shit about the world around them. They have owners who generally aren't, you know, are relatively not despicable. Uh, I mean, well. No, it's like they're uh, – I'll take the NBA owners over the NFL owners. That – you know what? Absolutely. We're grading on a curve. Yes. So – yeah, so it's it's funny to see the NHL like like you said kind of usher in this new era of instability whenever the league everyone erroneously tries to compare them to is just clicking on all cylinders. It's great. Yeah. Yep. 
good well, for them. The the one thing I guess I would say that the NHL uh, has going for it in comparison with the NBA is that um, nobody in NHL arenas is beating up and arresting uh, former <laughs> beloved players. Um, yet, as you know, things change, but you know what? We're talking about Charles Oakley getting, uh, I basically like unfairly did he, the security guards absolutely started that James yeah, Dolan absolutely told, told him to, told him to come get rid of him and Oakley, you know, being Oakley completely freaked out. Right. Cause he's Charles Oakley. Cause, cause he's, cause he's Charles Oakley and he also deserved to freak out. Yeah. No, that is, that goes without saying as well. Yeah. Uh, he got uh, railroaded. I like. I can't watch enough fan shot video of that. By the way, oh, I've watched, my favorite I've watched one. Probably a dozen of them. My favorite one was the head poke. <laughs> that there was, was another. The one that ran on, on the New York Post website. The guy just, you know, by the grace of God, the dude who took the video was standing right by the railing. Yes, that so was whenever, a great one too. So whenever they, whenever they like dragged Oakley into the tunnel. He kind of just like I I don't know if he lay I don't know if he was ended up on the ground or if he laid down on purpose but he's like literally laying on his back in, in the tunnel, you know, yeah it's uh oh I didn't see that one I saw the one where uh he he's being dragged out this is another guy by the railing and uh, he's be, he's being dragged out and one of the fans yells to him it's not worth it Oak don't worry about it and, yep. he, and Oakley looks at him and goes it is worth it. <laughs> I've talked. We've talked about Charles Oakley on on this podcast before. He's we have. an all time all time favorite of mine. So like whenever that happens, last night, I got like a gazillion tweets just love of people like directing me towards it. So I'm I'm I've hitched my wagon to Charles Oakley. I feel great about it. Yeah. He um, look again like my my friend who's a big basketball fan. Uh, at, we were at trivia last night when all this happened, and he was asking me like. Does uh, Dolan fuck around with the Rangers too? And I'm like, I've never heard a word about it. No, he doesn't. I don't think he cares at all. He doesn't care. He 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 pops in. He's like a normal owner with the Rangers. Yes, like a normal semi-absentee owner, because he devotes all his time to ruining, to ruining the Knicks. And that, that literally, those were almost my exact words last night. He's it's a classic case. His dad was extremely successful. Uh, founded Cablevision. Got rich, <laughs> bought everything, yep, and passed it on to his idiot son. And oh my god, Dolan is next level on everything, man. I there's, I'm sure, my god, we don't need to wait. It's been rehashed today a gazillion times in a different, in a million different ways. But what a what a nightmare. It would be funny to see if that like, I I, I just wish stuff like that happened in, in the NHL. Yeah, that would be – well, like uh, some security guard tries to put hands on like, I don't know, Jeremy Roenick. Roenick's putting somebody in the hospital. You know what I right. mean? Like, Oakley, like Oakley could certainly beat up a security guard or whatever. But like m- most hockey players it's who just, have that kind of a uh, – It's like if Ty Domi had some sort of ongoing feud with like Leafs ownership and right. ended up uh, – it, there's there's no there's no comparison to it because it's this it's this perfect storm of a lot of different stuff where you have a fan favorite in Charles Oakley and it's the Knicks <laughs> and yeah. it happened on ESPN and 
it was in full view of everybody. That's that's another thing. He's four views from the he's four rows from the court. So in so the cameras were trained on him. TV cameras were trained on him throughout the entire thing. That yeah. that couldn't happen in in the NHL. Uh, aside from it just being a scenario that just doesn't doesn't seem to unfold. Right. Um, it's a bummer. I wish stuff like that happened with with uh, with the NHL. The, I wish the NBA. It- the NBA even does like league-wide embarrassments better than the NHL. <laughs> it's true. The, the the league-wide embarrassment of the NHL is just like it's continuing continuing existence. Whereas, yeah. whereas like the NBA, it's like oh Charles Oakley like put hands on a security guard because his like you know the dumbass owner of the team tried to have him thrown out of the building. Right. And then and then literally six hours later. The New York Times publishes a story comparing the NHL's attitude towards concussions to tobacco companies' attitude towards, towards cigarettes in the yes in the in, in the sixties. Like that's that's what the NHL does, mm-hmm. and the NBA just makes money and has a bunch of fun stuff happen, and then has these has like an insane spectacle on like courtside in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Oh, and the the other cool <laughs> thing the NBA does that the NHL will never do because it's the worst. Is um basically like subsidize a women's professional league. Yeah, the NHL yeah. is like, oh, there's two women's professional leagues. Uh, cool. It's it's great. Like you have you have the most prominent players in the league are all speaking speaking out against the Muslim ban, and the the biggest the biggest thing to come out of the NHL side was that Brandon Saad's father, a Syrian immigrant, is, is in favor. Pro, is pro Muslim ban. <laughs> So, well, no, they they also yeah. asked uh, they also asked um, Mika Zibanejad. Oh, and yeah, Kadri, like, and but because it. because hockey players are the worst, they were like, "Oh, let's just see how it plays out." I'm sure they they have good intentions. And it's like, go to what? You have you have LeBron James speaking out against it. You have half of the Patriots aren't going to go to the White House. Yeah, and then which, by the way, and I, then the. I have a theory about the the Patriots thing, and and that theory is they should go and just make fun of Donald Trump to his face, because yeah. because he'd have a fucking like rage stroke and die. Someone needs to, someone needs to do that. Yeah, just just go and like when he shakes your hand, you lean in and go, "You you a fat bitch," and that's it. <laughs> yeah, they can't put you in jail for that. No, and he would yes. flip the fuck out. He would lose his mind. Chris Long, Chris Long, who I who I really really like, I like him more than, I, you know, I UVA sucks, but Chris Long seems like a good dude. He he's not going. He's right. the only white player as of yet to to say that he's that he's that he's not going to the White House, which is great. Uh, but I I also am a little disappointed that he didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he'd be a good candidate. Yeah. Well, like I, I would have thought maybe Martell is Bennett, ter- but yeah, right. My, oh man, Bennett, Bennett or Chris Long both would have been great picks because they're huge and super smart and super funny. Yeah, both of them. So they would have they would have thought of something great to do, and Trump literally would have would have shit in that diaper he wears at all times. He would have filled it up. Martellus Bennett's biggest claim to fame, by the way, is accidentally following me on Twitter for like two hours one day. <laughs> That's great. 
Was this recent? This was like this was right before the NFL season. I want to say he's he's the man. Yeah, he rules. Like I don't it, to see him like over the last over the last like few years because like when he came into the league, he was he was just like a funny dude. Like he 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 did goofy shit on Twitter, and everyone liked him just because he was you know funny and he knew it, and he went out of his way to like make jokes and stuff. Right. And now and now he's going on these like you know awesome awesome Twitter rants about sending people to coding camp and he's boycotting the white house. All, all these, like all this like great shit. He's gone from like, just, you know, a, a, a goofball to being like a legitimate force for force for positivity across yes. the board. That's correct. The what good is- NFL player, Martellus Bennett. That's right. There's one of them. They're rare, a- but they exist. Um. Yeah. What now? Uh, do you want to just go to the draft? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Let's. Oh, oh, no. No. Wait. Did, wait. Hold on. The, the, that, I knew there was something else. Autograph seekers. Oh, that's right. Yes, we did want to talk about that's this. Why, that, that's why I said we're just going to end up talking about horrible people for the for most of the show. Yeah. Jordan Spieth finally freaked out on pro autograph seekers you know the same 37 <laughs> year old shitheads who follow him around tournament to tournament and try to get him to sign stuff to st- sign stuff to sell on on the internet and he finally blew his stack on them which is great Do yeah. i i can you remember the last time you got an autograph no no idea i i i had to sit down and think about it today for a really really long time uh i feel like i probably got like assorted horrible pittsburgh pirates when i was like nine like i have tony womack's signature guys like that oh hell yeah and i honestly don't think there's anybody since then whose autograph i've gotten other than I remember at Warp Tour one year, I got Andrew McMahon's autograph for my sister because she was like in love with him from some the guy from something corporate, and I I had to I had to bite my lip and ask him to sign a shirt for my sister. I think that was the last time. I can't imagine like I like I was twelve years old and thinking like nope this is I can't this is not cool I I can't I can't do this. So for people to turn it into like a, a money making endeavor. And this is—it's nothing new. It's just so goddamn vile. What? You, there has to be something truly wrong with you. Yeah, that actually—I uh, I just remembered the last autograph I got. Um, I think I've mentioned before uh, on this show that that my my ex girlfriend like moderated a thing with Jason Siegel that I talked oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like he—it was because he was—he um, had like a children's book he had written. And he, like, autographed a copy of his children's book for me. I didn't particularly ask or anything like that, uh, but I received – that is the last one I received. It would it would have to be – if it was not – if it, I, I honestly – I'm honest – I honestly can't think of, of who I would – of who I would – of whose autograph I would even ask for. Yeah, I wouldn't ask – so for I'll give you an example here. Uh, I was in the airport in Puerto Rico – uh, on Monday morning, and in the airport also was Geraldo Rivera. Yeah, I saw that. 
And he was, um, he was just like being Geraldo in the airport and nobody was asking for his autograph. Everybody was asking for a selfie with him. Not everybody, like four people. Um, but I think that's just like the new getting an autograph. It is. It definitely is. But I, I still don't, I'm still not sure I would do that. No, I, I, I wouldn't for sure. I'm too, um, I'm too concerned with, with seeming cool. Yeah. In the face of extremely famous people. Yep. Oh, what's up, man, is a thing I would say to famous people. Um, what's going on? Oh, but the, so after that Jason Siegel thing, like, we walked out of the building with him, and there were guys that who had clearly been hanging around for, like, hours waiting yeah. to get his autograph, and he was just like, no. Get your shit together. If you're waiting for hours to get Jason Siegel's autograph, like, my God, reassess. Get your life together. Yeah, and he... He's um, a dude. Yeah, and so... But there were kids, and they wanted their picture taken with him, and he was like, yeah, no problem. But... Yeah, if kids want it, like, absolutely. But once you're... I I don't even know. I would probably say no to high school kids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like uh, if you if, if you're if, if you're you too had, old if, to trick or treat, that's a great honest to god. Like once once you like once you're midway through puberty, like you're not getting anything like that right. from me. <laughs> so to all to, to all you seventeen year old dudes who want my autograph, just leave me alone. It's a constant problem for me. <laughs> People are always asking. <laughs> um, I say no. I gotta live. Uh, so, a a girl I went to college with, and, like, friend of a friend kind of a thing, she started dating, and I'm pretty sure is now married to one of these people. And I had never met him before, and, like, he... Let's put it this way. 24 years old or something like that, probably, when I met him, and everything you would expect a guy whose job is professional autograph seeker to both act and look like. I I could not, I couldn't interact with him. Extremely a dirt bag. Extremely like there's, a there, dirt there's bag. Dudes, there's dudes who do that and hang out by like the Steelers, the practice facility and just wait for guys to drive by and have monograph footballs and shit. And like, you know, I gotta walk past these guys. Like, like when I when I walk to the facility, and I have like legitimate problems, like even making eye contact with them. Mm-hmm. They're the scum of the earth. They, they are, should, and they should ask for Jeffrey Aloria's autograph. And here's here's the real problem with it. That dude that my like friend was engaged to or married to or whatever mm-hmm. made a lot of money doing that, like an insane amount. Oh, of for money. sure. For it, sure. I mean, like, because because other, otherwise, man. otherwise, people wouldn't do it. Like, there's money involved with it for sure. Yes. Ugh, just total total nightmares, and and all and athletes hate them too because they see the same guys like over and over and over again. So, ugh. I Jordan Speed should have just, I. If he would have punched those guys, no court would have convicted him. <laughs> I don't disagree. They're, let's put it this way. To me, they are a lower class of people than the, than the like, paparazzi TMZ people. 100%. 100%. I'm glad we agree on this. They're right. the worst. Motion passed. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> All right. The draft this week. 
Yes. Will will it be another 50-50 split? I'm going to say no. Um, we are drafting film series, film franchises. Correct. Uh, and I guess like the main the main kind of impetus for this, or we can just say that this is true because it's actually not, is that David Gordon Green is directing. David Gordon Green is directing, and I guess maybe Danny Danny McBride's writing it or involved with it somehow. The next Halloween movie, which is bananas to me. That, like that is a thing that you told me that, and I was like, "Well, that's not true." Oh yeah, no, you, you thought I was lying. It's yeah. I, it's 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 a hundred percent true. Wow. Yep. So we are drafting. Uh, we're drafting film franchises, and Ryan, um, how are we supposed to figure out who goes first? The, uh, you know, that's a great question. Uh, I'm gonna say rock paper scissors. Use the honor system. And uh, do, do I trust you? Do I trust you? Yeah. Right. No. Okay. Ready. One. Two. Yeah. Three. Three. Shoot. Okay. What did you put? Paper. I put whatever beats paper. No, I, I put rock. I put rock. Nice. I'm just teasing you. Silly. <laughs> boy, oh boy. All right. Star Wars. No shit. Um. <laughs> I get all of them. Yeah. Even the prequels. All prequels. We, we should specify there's no, like, selectively going in. No. And, no. Yeah. No, um, I got to suck it. I, I got to suck it up and look at, you know, accept the fact that uh, a movie that's 80%, you know, child pod racing is, is in my collection now. Yes. And... Not but, even the worst of those three movies. No, that it's it's a boring choice. But yeah, no, there there's I not. Can't, I can't I can't do anything else. Right. Yeah. No, they're absolutely not. Um, I feel like I may have if 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 Force Awakens and Rogue One sucked. I feel like I may have not taken them. Sure. Like I like like I may have I may have taken a different one. Yeah, but instead uh, they were really good. Said they instead they were great. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, um, a good, a good turn of events for you, in my opinion. Thanks, for, buddy. For the, for those movies to have been good, and then yeah. for you to you have drafted it? them months later, I think that worked out great. Now I don't have to pick the scary movie series. I, I don't think I pick wrote pick. down any scary movie series, actually. No, I mean um, scary movie. Oh, Scary Movie 1, Scary Movie 2. I saw Scary, scary. Movie 1 in theaters. Uh, Shame. It wasn't great. Um, no. I'm going to go with, no. Sean, the Godfather trilogy. Yeah. Figured you would. Got to get the third one. Yeah, th- we were just talking about this last night. I don't think the third one is as bad as people act like it is. It really isn't. Like I, when I, was, I saw it, not recently, but I saw it when I was probably an adult. Yeah, it's it's like an okay movie. The problem I can is, see why people were like completely disgusted and angry by it because they waited, you know, twenty years or whatever. And, yeah, but what like fifteen years or yeah. however long. So for that to be, you know, for the yeah the the weight factor, I I can see why people freaked out. But who cares? Like I don't. <laughs> it's fine. 
That doesn't affect me. Yeah. It's a perfectly fine movie. It, the problem is it's up against two of, you know, maybe the, great. the four greatest American films of all time. So did you watch uh, when that when the um, the chronological cut was on HBO? Uh, yeah, HBO, I didn't I didn't did have the watch? eight and a half hours at any point in my life to just sit down <laughs> and watch. You know what I mean? I watched like pro- I I put it on knowing full well that I was gonna fall asleep during it. Yeah, and like, but I I just cut out like an evening and watched like yeah the first you know three or four hours of it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's good. Everybody likes it. It's a good pick in my opinion. Thank you. What's your next one? Um. This is tough. It is. Because while there are a lot of movie franchises, there aren't a lot that are like uniformly good. Not a huge not a huge superhero guy either. Yeah. Which also makes it a little bit tougher. Uh I'm going with Back to the Future. Sure, sure, sure. I had that somewhere. There it is. Okay. Back to the Future three is perfectly passable. I love Back to the Future too, even though it's in Back to the Future. The the original is is a OG Back movie. to the Future is one of the most watchable movies of all. Time. It's a per it's a perfect movie. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the relative weakness of two's two's weak relative to one, but still really good. Three's weak relative to two and just okay. But yeah, can't can't not pick uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm gonna go with Lord of the Rings here. Of course you are. I'm the worst, so that all checks out. Mm-hmm. Anything to say about Lord of the Rings? No. No, I, you know... I haven't watched those in like a million years, dude. Yeah, me neither, but I, I watched them a lot when they first came out, and I really liked them. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't imagine they, like, all of a sudden don't hold up. Um, although all those Hobbit movies might, <laughs> which oh God, I can't, I, I physically can't watch those because the frame rate, like it actually makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. I, I went to see the first one, um, like in the theater and <laughs> I, I looked at my phone cause I'm like, how long is this movie? I literally thought the movie was like at three and a half hours, it had not even been two yet, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is not this is not good." No, 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 no. Here's a here's a three and a half movie about thirty two pages of a book. Yeah, it was it was a slog. Um, but so I'm you take the Hobbit the, movies? No, I don't think that counts. No, no, it doesn't. Hell yeah. Um. All right, with my third pick, yes. The Muppets. Ooh, that is good. Hell Shit, yeah, dude. dude. My fondness for the Muppets is is a, a matter of public knowledge at this point. Yeah, speaking of Jason Siegel too. Damn. Yeah, did a good job. I I liked that one just fine. Yeah, I liked it. It, it was very much in the spirit of like the early Muppet movies and then, you know, Muppets Most Wanted or whatever it was called was unwatchable. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I watched that once. Not gonna, not gonna do that again. Yeah. I'm gonna also take a pass on that. Um, Tina Fey with a Russian accent. 
an overwhelming amount of Ricky Gervais. Yes. And uh, Phil from Modern Family. I w- I'm going to say like probably, this. Probably, probably could have made some better choices than Phil that. from Modern Family was very funny in that movie. He's a funny dude. I love I'll, that dude. I'll watch, I'll watch Modern Family, man. I, I watch every episode of Modern Family specifically because I love him. That's the I'll only reason that. I watch that show. Is that dude's good for like three the only, laugh out loud moments per episode? The only re- the only reason you watch that show is because you watch every show. There's also that. Uh, Your selection. The Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, pass. No, you're wrong about this one. It's three good ones. There's out of eight. There's four good ones out of eight. First or seven right now. First of all. And eight's about to make it five out of eight. Eight does look pretty good. It's gonna rule because four or uh, five, six, and seven also rule. I wonder if Vin Diesel's. I wonder if he's bad. Forever, I'm saying yes. That would be sick if, like, if they for two <laughs> movies, Vin Diesel was bad. Everyone's expecting him to like be to like, you know, reveal his motivations for the heel turn, like in the third act. It'd be great if if they did. No, they like, just they, they just, just dragged don't. out two and more it, movies. And then like because you know there's the whole thing with uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character where she had amnesia for some reason. I don't like her. No, she's she's not great. But what I'm saying, like they just kind of like they were like she's bad, and you go why? And they're like, uh, amnesia. Okay, sure, sure. Um. <laughs> But so like they did it over three movie or two movies, I guess, um, where she was just flat out bad. And then like the most recent, well, one they Vince, Vin Diesel trying to be like, remember when you like you were my wife and she's yeah. like, uh, no, I don't actually. And he's like, were you just going to cool. call, were you just going to call him, were you just going to call him Vincent Diesel? I feel like you started, you started to say that. I, I, I started to call him Vince Diesel, which I know now. <laughs> Is very wrong, and I'd like to formally apologize to the Vince Diesel family. Vincent, Vincent Diesel, son of, son of, uh, Vincent son Diesel of, was my father. Yeah, son of Giuseppe and and Alberta Diesel. Yeah, I, I hope I hope eight and nine he's the bad guy, and then in ten, he's like fuck that family forever, baby. Yeah, and man. I I just I hope it's not like. I hope there's an actual reason for it, and it's not just like uh, the Charlize Theron character like <laughs> brainwashed him or something. She's really good at doing it. Yeah, that was her, that was the big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. With my fourth pick, um. Oh God. I'm going. I'm going. Cornetto trilogy. Son of a bitch. That was. I really thought, Sean, that you weren't going to remember that, and then yep. I was going to get it with it my counts? fifth pick. Yeah, it counts. Does it count? If you want to take there's... away a good pick from yourself, no, I'll count it. Yeah, I let me put it this way. I had it written down of my own brain power, so. Yeah. Even though the same character, even though the same actors play different characters in it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I get Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and uh, the World's End. The World's End. 
yep. which I rewatched recently, and it is very good. I yeah, I, was I really like. I don't know if I, I was. In a, I don't know if I was in a bad mood when I saw it or something, but I was like, I wasn't down with it. And then I I watched it on Netflix or HBO or something recently, and was like, no, whoa, I was totally wrong about this. This is a good movie. Yeah, I think it was more of a slow burn than the other two. Like there weren't as many yeah. like outwardly comic moments in it. Right. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it when I saw it the first time, but I guess I'm just a more sophisticated film goer than you. Definitely possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and speaking of sophisticated film tastes, I'm going to take the mighty ducks as my fourth pick. (sighs) You're pandering now. Uh, I've legitimately seen the first two of them for sure. One billion times each. Um, I'm less enamored of number three. Pandering. Spe- speaking, by the way, of uh, character, the same actors playing different characters in the movie. Gunnar Stahl from two is the goalie from the varsity team in three. Is that true? Yes. Oh man, I didn't know that. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Didn't know that. Um. Okay, so with my last pick, Lethal Weapon. Oh shit, dude. That's strong. One, well, at least the first two are strong. One, I don't know. great. Yeah. No, two, two is unbelievable. Uh, and three and four are perfectly fine. Yeah. They're not. I mean, they're not. They're not great, but right. you know, they're they're watchable. Mm-hmm. And they don't rise to the level of the first or the second one, which like it's easy to it's easy to forget. I think like what those movies invented just like ac- across the board. Yeah, for sure. Shane Black, also, Mel, man. Mel, it, Mel Gibson is so great in them. Yeah. Especially the first one. Like yeah. you can see what you can see like what the, cause also lethal weapon is on like all the time now. It seems like, uh, you can, you can see like what the big deal was with Mel Gibson. I mean, obviously he's a punchline cause he's an old asshole and a crazy person, but like, that's an electric performance from that dude. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, if yep. I lose this one, I'm gonna be pissed. Sometimes, sometimes I can sense that I did a that I did a bad job, but this this feels like this feels like I, you, I did good. Yeah, you um, you came out strong here. I'm not gonna lie to you about that. And with my final pick, um, I'm gonna take the Hannibal Lecter movies. Hmm. That's a creative pick. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't have thought of it. But Thank you. Um, what do you think of Red Dragon? I loved it. Yeah, me too. I remember seeing that in the theaters. I think that was like right when I turned 17 too. Yeah, it was great. Seymour Hoffman's in it. It's Freddie Lowndes. Yep. Which, by the way, have you seen the show Hannibal? No. I, I, it's just, I, I definitely like deducted points from that just because it was on like a major network. But, um, yeah, by all means, it's something that should be watched, right? It's really great. Like, it's the amount of stuff they, let's say, quote-unquote, got away with, despite being on NBC, is truly incredible. Um, And, like... Like Mads Mads Mikkelsen, his... Phenomenal. What is... He's he's awesome, and he is... We're at the point now where he's, like, only in great stuff. Yeah, I I don't know that I've ever seen him be bad in anything. Um, I mean, think of all this all this stuff that he's the guy is he's playing Hannibal Lecter. 
He's in Star Wars. Yep. He was a great, a great Bond villain. Yes, that's that's what I have seen him in. Um, the Hunt was great. Uh, what is what that is? Uh, it's it's on Netflix. Just just watch just watch it. It should it should still be on Netflix. Okay, I will watch it. Totally totally worth it. Um, um he was good in Doctor Strange. Yes. Oh, that was I. I knew I was forgetting some other like. Some other big one. Yeah, he was great in Doctor. And he was like, he wasn't in it a ton, but, you know. Right. But that, but that dude's been, like, how, how, what a charm life he has. He's been in a Star Wars movie. He's been a villain in a comic book movie. And he's been a Bond villain. In yeah. Hannibal Lecter. Like, good lord. And Hannibal is so good. Like, everything about it is great. There, there weren't really a lot of missteps in whatever four seasons. I really liked is it, it a lot. Is it over? Yeah, they canceled it like last two years ago, 2015 maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Which was a bummer because so the last season they just did Red Dragon as like a full season arc. That's great. Um, And the implication was that there was going to be one more season and then they were going to try to get the rights to, silen- to Silence of the Lambs and do that as two seasons. Which would have ruled. Why would they cancel that? Um, n- literally, I was the only one watching it by the end. No, but critics love that show. Yeah, but no, like it cost a lot of money, and nobody was watching. It. Okay, well, that's that. That's it's because it costs a lot of money. Yeah, it, I mean, it was gorgeous too. Like, really, really well shot. Yeah. Um, and again, everybody in it's a really good actor. So well. This is a Mads Mickelson fan podcast now. Yeah, and that's fine. If he wants to come on, I'll talk to about him or I'll talk to him about whatever he wants. And uh I'll talk unless about him to whatever he wants. Unless it's hockey. No thanks. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that either. Um All right. It's a decisive win for me, I would say. Yeah, I think I think I think I agree with that, but I'm going to say this. I don't dislike any of my picks. No, no, no. They're all, all all good picks. Yeah. Except, except for that one that I scoffed at. And I can't remember what. The Mighty Fast Ducks one? Anyway. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm down with the Mighty Ducks. That's fine. I just feel like you're you're taking that to pander to voters. I'm really Be not. Be honest. That's your fourth favorite film franchise of all time? Yeah. In terms of I've seen... I Okay. I guess you got me insofar as I haven't sat down and watched a Mighty Ducks movie in a minute. With that you're having doing been, this. I just want you to say that you're doing this for votes. I'm really not. I legitimately think the first two of those movies are really good, and then the third one is fine. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm going to win. Back yeah. to your losing ways, my friend. Finally. Finally. Um, all yeah, right. We have listener questions. We have a bunch of them. As usual. Um, let's see. Let's go back a little ways here. Um, this is from December, but it's a good question. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. If you could have like a thing to say to a pet, like a pet of yours in the future, because I don't think either of us have pets right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can say it to them in English, and they understand perfectly what it is. 
um, what would that be? I love you. Oh, isn't that so sweet? Mine would be, here's how to use a toilet. And then they don't need to be taken out to... No, that's a bad pick. Why? You could concede, like... They they've physically, I don't know if, like... Uh, I don't know. Do you think they could actually... Do you think a dog is smart enough to... Uh, they understand perfectly. That's the point. Like, you explain this to them, and they go, got it. I just want... I just want them to know... I just want my pets to know that, that I love them. And I want them to have, like, a human conception of love. <laughs> okay, that, hey, I get it. But then... Of, un- but then of it'll unconditional be a thing pet where, love. It'll be a thing where your dog's like, is this guy trying to fuck me? Is it... No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that question was asked let's, by uh, Let's wh- let's kiss. That's a, that's a, that's what I wish they would understand. Uh that question was asked by at Brian O Mobile. Yes. Right. Favored um, favorite listen listener Brian Brian O Mobile. Uh let's see here. This is, this is a good question um, because I was just at a wedding. Uh, End Times Mike at my griv, I don't know what that means, uh, asks, what music do you actually want to hear at a wedding? Uh, I was at a wedding where they did not play Shout and got fucking furious about it. <laughs> they played Shout at this wedding. There, there, is not, there is not a context where I ever want to hear Shout under any circumstance. Oh really? Than, I think that's so than, fun. It I I could I don't care if I hear that the rest of my life except at weddings. Is how how about that? Yeah, okay, sure. When I'm like when I I'm agree. like four drinks in. Yes. There's like no there's no better feeling than being in like in the wedding drunk sweet spot than than when shout comes on. Totally agree. Um, no, I can you rephrase that question? Uh, or, uh, what music it. do you actually want to hear at a wedding? Do you see? Um, like I'm fine hearing like contemporary, just like top forty songs that people love dancing to. Yeah, this this wedding I was at, like the bride put together the playlist and it was just yes. on an iPod, and mm-hmm. she she Veronica has good taste in music, and uh, she, you know, she had all the all the good shit on there, and every once in a while, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, this song rules!" Like a deep cut outcast song. I can't yeah, remember exactly. which one, but I was like, "No, Hell yeah, yeah." Just, just dancing. Like I, I don't listen to mu- I don't listen to music that I. I would say I don't listen solely to music that people can or should dance to. But like at a at a wedding, that's pretty much all I want to hear. Yeah. Or in or in some form, like they played. They played. A, I was at a wedding where they played a where they played all the lights. Oh hell yeah! Oh, that was fantastic. That's they they might have played song. that because I they actually might have played that because I asked the DJ to. But it counts, baby. Either way, no. My friend, my friend Darcy at at her wedding was like she had a very aggressive like do not playlist. She told she it was a super duper involved process to like make sure that the DJ did exactly what she wanted. Yeah, and it uh, it was it was perfect. 
Um, Cameron Thornton, our old friend, asks, uh, how many slices of pizza need to be left in a pie before you decide not to just eat the whole thing? Three. I was going to say two. Two two seems like a lot. Um, When I've already eaten a bunch of pizza... But one, I can power through that for sure. If I look down, if I look down at, at, a, at a pizza box and there's two pieces left in it, I'm, I'm eating both of them. Fair enough. Sure. That's a great question. Um, These are- let's see. Let's see. Uh, Austin at blank C three asks, uh, what are your favorite TV show opening credits and intro sequences? Night Court. Yeah? <laughs> the song's hilarious. This That's true. Um, legitimately, I'm going to say Cheers. You hear, you hear that song start up and you're like, oh, I'm ready for some good times with my friends down at Cheers. Uh, that's, uh, we're picking on like, did we, have we drafted TV theme songs? I feel like we might've no, done this at some point. We have we had that discussion? We probably have. Cause I love a good TV theme song. Cause I, I, we might've just like talked about this at some point. Yeah. Like, Cause I remember talking, I remember talking about the taxi theme song. At one. It's very good. We or you know what? That was a sitcom drafts actually. Never mind. Okay. Um, um, Yeah, uh, The Simpsons is really good. Again, just like immediately recognizable, you know, like one note and you're like, oh, yes, it's the Simpsons theme song. And it's the same thing with Cheers. Yeah, I'm trying to think of stuff like I Dexter. Dexter's was cool. Oh, that was a visually, really good one. Visually very cool. Um... Uh, I like the Young Popes. The Young Popes is very fun. <laughs> is it, It's just like a standard HBO no, like there's definitely there's there there's a template that HBO series. But well, credits. have you seen the the Young Popes one? No, it's no, him, I'm just assuming it's him walking by a bunch of paintings, like kind of coyly being like, "I know you're watching me" or whatever. And the names of the people in it light up in neon under the paintings. But meanwhile, mm-hmm. in the background, um, there's like a comet going through all the paintings and wreaking havoc. And mm-hmm. it's all set to an instrumental version of Sympathy for the Devil. It's not bad. And and then the last the last shot of it is he co- he like turns and looks right at the camera and like smirks and it's like that's that young pope baby there he goes that old young pope. Uh, Dick Van Dyke is probably the correct answer though. Oh yeah, yeah yeah Think about yeah. It. Sometimes oh, man, he no. falls over the the ottoman. Sometimes, sometimes he, steps. he steps around it. Oh man, they were they Rest were really playing with uh, with the format there. They invented something. Mm-hmm. They really did. Rest in peace, Mary Tyler Moore. Shout out! I'll say this too, Mary, Mary Tyler MTM. Moore, for that matter. Uh, God, I'm trying to like load a load a list of like the best title sequences ever and it's taken forever um certain of the wire when the wire had like the good version of the theme song versus the bad versions oh man because there were some really rotten ones but then there was the like tom waits one and that was good tom, well, there was a steve earl version oh that's what i meant yeah 
Wait, was that what? Th- there was a Tom, there was a Tom Waits version though, wasn't there? Oh yes, there was. I thought there. I was, there, there, I was right both times by accident. No, nope, you. Ah, uh, yeah. That's probably all I got. Mm. All right, let's do two more here. Um. Tying into the uh, the draft last week, John Evans asks, what video game consumed the most time in your youth? Um, it feels like it's, it feels like, it felt like it was Ocarina of Time, but mm. it wasn't. Um, it's got to be Goldeneye. I think I said that, I think I said that last week, just in terms of sheer hours played. Yeah. It's got to be. It's it got to be that. I, I think it was probably a sports game of some kind, like one of the NHLs or something like that. Um, although the fact that they updated every year kind of would have right. slowed that's, that down. That's sort of like Madden 99, I would say, probably was up there. Also, like Madden 2009, also I played an unhealthy amount of because I was working nights and me and my roommate would just literally play it from like two to six in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's gotta be golden. I know. Yeah. That sounds about right. That definitely sounds right. Okay. Uh, and then one last one here. Um, what is the best job for a family member to have? Like, Let's 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 say this. Like, you marry somebody with a cool job. What is the best job for that person to have? And this was asked by Mitch, uh, at how intensive. Oh God, that's a really tough question. My dad had a job that got us free baseball tickets. Right. <laughs> Which was pretty sweet, and like free free baseball tickets and free like concert tickets. So I was pretty spoiled. So that jumps on mine first, but that's obviously not it's obviously not correct. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Mitch had three suggestions. Doctor, yeah. lawyer, or chef. And I gotta say, chef sounds real good. It's probably chef. Right? I would like, I would go I would go sh- and it would be also really nice to have a lawyer. Uh well not really. I mean, why? I have, yeah, I, have, I mean I have, I have how much legal trouble lawyers, are you so getting that doesn't in? really matter. See you in court. It'd be cool, yeah. I would almost rather have a nurse than a doctor. Yeah, sure. Like my aunt's a nurse, and it's super helpful. She's a nurse practitioner, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are bored. Those are like boring answers, though. Yeah, well, I mean, like I, I really like chef. Like he, he said chef, and I was like, oh, that is that's the big yeah, pull. It's probably it's probably chef. Um, like a, also, I have a friend who's. Uh, I have a friend whose dad owns a pizza place, and it is a pizza place that I love. Hell yeah, that rules. That, that's pretty. That's pretty rad. Um, There's definitely better answers out there, but I. But, um, yeah, free free pizza is pretty sweet. Yeah, the only thing I can even think of beyond beyond that is maybe you just say like celebrity chef, and then it's. Then it's even better because, like, you're going to fun events and also getting good food. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think of, like, what could... 
like st- stuff that would just afford you opportunities to do great stuff for free. Yes, that that's the dream. Uh, Blimp pilot. Yeah, my friend's dad's a pilot, and she gets a lot of free flights out of it. Yeah, that that is actually um what that friend who got married this weekend, Veronica. Yeah, her her best friend like listed her as the person who gets the free yep. flights. And, the seat buddy. Yeah, and so, like, she got to fly back and forth, like, from Massachusetts to Puerto Rico all the time when she was younger. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet deal. Um, I had a, but I also had a, fr- a friend in, when I was growing up whose dad owned, like, a, <laughs> like a candy company. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. My mom works at a candy made, store, and, we, a fudge, get, and we get company. free candy out of that. So, like, imagine owning one. This guy also wasn't around that much, though. So. No. Oh, uh, you know what? I just thought of it. We've talked about this on the show before. Sean, the correct answer is President of the United States of America. I, I feel. I felt like that would have been too... I, I, yeah, I guess it would be great if, if your friend's dad was the president. That's for sure. No, like, your family member. Or Wait, what is it? Your family <laughs> oh. member. Ah... I mean, the the good would obviously way outweigh the bad, but I don't know. I it would be it would be cooler to have a president in your family than like a nurse practitioner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the presidents. I I just I Congra- just want congratulations. You're, I just want to be the first bar- gentleman and sit around on the couch all day. Boy, you think yeah, Donald Trump think, tweets too much? I'm thinking like no, I'm thinking I keep thinking of that it has to be like a parent. I because obviously we've been over this. Like my dream job is to be married to the president. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to be. I like there's probably better jobs for your father to have than being the president. I don't but know. Not, ask, but, ask but Sasha not your spouse. <laughs> Seems like it's working out great for them. Sasha's. Yeah, Sasha's hanging out. Malia's getting high at Lollapalooza or whatever, and then going to yeah, Harvard. Get, Getting screamed at. Hell yeah. President. Yep. All right. Well, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Another another classic episode in the books. I don't know if it was. Number 36. <laughs> it was 36 in the series. We can definitely say that about it. This is not one of the greatest movie series of all time. I'm going to say that's mostly because, Sean, I don't know if you know this. These are podcasts. They're not the same as movies at all. Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> I think you were thinking of uh, movies. I think you thought this was a movie. It's all the same. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Who it's all pipes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, bye, bye now. everybody. <laughs>